That's right. Like cracks growing up the plants growing up the cracks of the sidewalks. This is the Common Thread Collective here at Mutiny Radio. FM, San Francisco's Mission District. I'm Global Val, and uh, happy to be back. I see some of our friends have gathered here. This is a community open mic. We do welcome you to come in through the open door and join the open mic. Music, poetry, activism, whatever's going on, whatever's clever and a uh, good word to spread around. And uh, actually, you got uh, just a little quick update. This is the beginning of the show. Diamond Dave is doing much, much better. He can't be here today yet, but he is going to be giving us a call in in just a few minutes. Um, but if you're listening right now, um, there is an immediate request uh, on behalf of Diamond Dave. Uh, he is going to get to move home. However, some some repairs are, are being made in order to make sure that it's a, a good space for him. So um, other than that, he's been stir crazy trying to get, get out of the hospital. What he really needs... Uh, what he has asked for, and I'm sure he'll he'll let people know when he calls in in a few minutes, is he needs a place to stay for a few days, starting now. Um, he he, uh, like I said, he's going to get a chance to go home, but they do need to do some repairs, some organizing to make sure that the space is good and safe and accessible for him. Um, but he just needs a few days uh, while that gets done, so that he can. Uh, be free once again. So if you or someone you know in the community here in San Francisco has a spot for Diamond Dave, he's going to tell you all he needs is a couch. But if you have a spot for Diamond Dave, hopefully in a place where he doesn't have to climb a bunch of stairs, um, he he's looking for a place to stay for just a few days. Give me a call here at the station, 415 550 0511 and uh, I will do my best to make sure I answer the phone today um, but Dave will be giving us a call in in just a few minutes and we only have one phone line here this is a simple operation at Mutiny Radio if you want to help us out you can donate on mutinyradio.fm and help us keep our equipment at least functional and maybe even nice um, but we have a lot of fun down here at, the, at Mutiny Radio there's some really cool art on the wall there's all sorts of events happening all the time. There's like 35 different shows. If you want to be a DJ at Mutiny Radio, you can do that too. You can email our director at director at mutinyradio.fm and uh, train and, on all our stuff. And then uh, there's a lot of open spaces that you could join and be a have like a two-hour show every week. It's pretty fucking cool. It's free speech radio here in San Francisco. And uh, speaking of DJs here at Mutiny Radio, I've got Roman here from the Weekly Review. Hey, Roman. Hi, Val. Hi, listeners. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show earlier, the Weekly Review. My pleasure. Thanks um, for being here. And uh, I, but I figured we'd talk about a couple of events happening because you and I both have performances tomorrow. Talk yeah. about talk about yours. So I'll be part of the Arts Resistance at Lit Crawl, and that will be happening tomorrow from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. in Clarion Alley. And that's put together by Zarina Zabriskie, and the, there will be a number of us who will be reading. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Lit Crawl happening around here in the city tomorrow night in the Mission District, a series of uh, roving 
opportunities to to uh, pop in on, on literature and performance. Um, I'm actually going to be performing in the East Bay tomorrow cool. at the California Jazz Conservatory, nice. uh, formerly the Berkeley Jazz School, but now it's the California Jazz Conservatory over on Addison. And um, it's a it's a really cool lineup. Uh, James Ellis is producing the show. It's Revolutionary Poets. Awesome. And so um, it's myself, uh, Valley Berra, uh, Tongo Ison Martin, who was recently published by City Lights as part of their Poet Pockets, Pocket Poet series. Um, he's also a San Franciscan uh, native, in addition to our n- newest Poet Laureate of San Francisco, Kim Shuck is part of the lineup and San Francisco SF jazz poet laureate Genevieve Lim cool. is, is uh, part of the, the lineup as well. Uh, of course, uh, James Ellis will also be performing and um, also a very special guest just joined um, Peter Dale Scott. Mm. Um, and uh, he's going to be uh, there as well, but it's going to be poetry and jazz. We've got Nova Jazz, Daniel Hefez, Jordy Vanderbosch, uh, Caroline, uh, a, a bunch of cool folks from the word party jazz band are going to be there and it's going to be a pretty hot show and that's nice. from 8 to 9 30 tomorrow evening awesome it is a ticketed event i don't know how much the ticket is but it is a ticketed event uh just to let people know but um you know if you really want to come and you and you think like i gotta see this show and you know who and you know me let me know and i'll, I'll sponsor you um but uh it should be a cool time great yeah, so much happening in our in our artistic community. Would yes. you say? Yes, all the time. And uh, speaking of which, I see a couple of our friends out here. I see uh, Blood Flowers out there, and we're going to be doing uh, Blood Flowers producing Casi Dot, which is the monthly now is it the poetry spoken word and now music series that happens at adobe books over here on 24th street so that's this sunday from 5 to 7 p.m so maybe he'll tell us a little bit more about it a little bit down the road here on the common thread collective we're just getting started i know diamond dave is going to be calling in any second now so i'm going to throw in a little more music for you again a little more michael franti and spearhead sending our love to all the folks around the bay area who are suffering from the fires um, and those who are helping
folks, you're listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm. And of course, what would the Common Thread be without Diamond Dave? Diamond Dave is on the phone. Hey, Dave. Well, what would it be without finding our Common Thread? In this case, the Common Thread goes right to uh, right from there at 21st in Florida, Mutiny Radio, Common Thread Collective, to here in my little room here at uh, St. Luke's Hospital where I've been held for some time, and in which I'm trying to put out the word that to get out, I need somebody who would say, Diamond Dave would be okay if I have a couch I can stare. Just for the week, my room is getting ready. My regular room where I've lived for quite some time is getting ready. It's not ready yet. So that's where I am. And right now, Val, it feels sometimes like I've gone, uh, what's the metaphor, down the rabbit hole and through the looking glass. And here I'm in a situation in which there's no particular medical reason for me being there, being here. But once you get in, it's like, it's like uh, who's that Austrian guy? Oh, Franz Kafka. Once you're in a situation, it's hard to get out. Mm. Well, I know part of the concern is that is that you have a good uh, place to 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 go to so that's that's what, I need. that's what we're reiterating here live on the air and i've told people that they could call here uh to the station 415-550-0511 um it's three about 320 right now so we'll be here until about 520 but also okay. dave do you want people to be able to call you directly i do please let people know how they can do that okay well i'm uh, i'm just about to do just uh, pacing around this little room okay but but anyway, how you can do that is the phone's right here. The phone I'm talking to you and through you on the Common Thread Collective, talking to the planet, and that planet, I don't But anyway, that number, people are welcome to call me with any ideas. I, 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 I just as soon spend the weekend as, well, anyway, let me get to give you that number. Let me cut to the chase. That number for people who would like to call me, I'd love to hear from you out there. And the mutiny, in the mutiny, and my number is 415-240-0286. And that's how, uh, that's how you can be found. And so I will. And also, I'm not sure my situation. I'm not expecting a lot, but I would, uh, I would welcome guests as well. You mean coming over to visit you at St. Luke's? At St. Luke's. Have you ever been to St. Luke's? Do you know St. Luke's? I do. It's a bit... uh, It's right there on Valencia and Cesar Chavez. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of... I think it's a semi-private hospital situation. Is that right? Mm. It's part of a a chain. Do you know about it? I think it started out as a non-profit. But I'm not too sure what it is now. Do you know? Anybody? I, I don't have all that information. No, it is. No, it's it, it's yeah. It's not. It's not like SF General or Public Hospital. It's, it's, a, it's a private like group. SF but General. and and you know, and they they want to make sure that you when you walk out of there, which thankfully you're walking around and walking feeling much well. much better. And obviously, um, you know, you know, vivacious. And, and you, <laughs> Ready and, to move uh, on. Um, to move we want to make on. sure that you're going to be going to a good place. And hopefully well, a good place would be most anywhere around my brothers and sisters and family. I'm not asking for much of anything at all. 
just uh, maybe a, a place I could lay my head. And uh, lay my head, and just a place you can see where he's not here now, he's there, and he's okay. You hear me? In, yeah, absolutely, Dave. And okay, we, so we've put out the word done. to the community, um, and we Eric, will continue to remind people throughout today about um, the yeah, immediate need so you can so you I can for a lot. walk I, out. I've even been able to pay my, uh, my, uh, my old man, Social Security, is already in the bank. It's not that I'm coming to somewhere pen and penniless, empty-handed, with nothing to bring. I got that, but that's not a problem. And so, and I really miss you guys, Bell. I miss you. I miss finding the common thread. In fact, I think next week, this is Friday the 13th, by the way. It oh, is. And I was going to have, I think, up next week, Derek Beck, whose father was Julian Beck, whose mother was Julie Molina, and he grew up in the Living Theater. You know the Living Theater? In Brazil and Italy and so on. And he's also one of the founders of the Rainbow Family. And uh, he's, he's got a new uh, book out, his, uh, kind of autobiographical, autobiographical tales. And I think next week, if all goes well, and I hope it does, I hope I'm not still sitting here. Anyway, uh, we can have a conversation. He's down in the Southland about that. Plus, there's some other things that may or may be happening today. I don't know. And so I just want to give my greetings and my love to anybody. Are, there, are people coming through at all? Are there, who's, yeah. Who, who's there with you? Absolutely. So. I got Roman is with me here and Bloodflower and Richard Sandrell. Of and course. a couple other mutiny folks who are working on the station, uh, coming back and forth. So, yeah, with, with the, okay, the well, door is open. Well, beautiful. I'm putting on my situation pretty well, and people are welcome to call me, and I'm not asking for much. And I also left the uh, I think I left you the number, or did I? Well, I left her the number of the social worker here who's definitely interested in trying to find a solution for this dilemma. Right, right. So that's part of the reason why if people have a place for you to stay, that they can call you directly. Again, 415-240-0286. Call Diamond Dave directly, 415-240-0286. Um, to to let, let him know. Is that right? Or you could give... Check it out. I think that's it. I'm having a senior moment. Four one five two four zero zero two eight six. Is that right, or is it four six? Let I'll double check here in my in okay, my yeah, in, my, check it, in my phone here. I'm pretty sure moment. that's the right number. Yeah, Dave. I am too. We'll see. Four one five two four zero zero two eight six. I think that's yes. Two four one five two four zero zero two eight six. Yeah, check it out, will you? That's double checked. That is confirmed. So they can give you a call, and you can they could put you could put them in touch with your social worker, or if exactly. somebody comes through here at Mutiny Radio today and uh, wants to uh, connect with me, if you come down to Twenty First yeah, in Florida, Bell, or if you, you guys, gave us a call, whatever people could do to lend a hand, uh, lend a hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, my situation, otherwise, is all right. I just need a place to lay my head where I'm not. Uh, I don't feel like a prisoner, you know. I know. Well, yeah, hard to hard to cage a, a wild a wild uh, man like yourself, Dave. I, you I know. It. I get to a little, get a little stir crazy. That's it. And all these people are 
You're watching me because they think I might try to make them escape. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Things are going on for a while. Hey, people, I love you all. Don't run Please away. Don't hesitate to call me. People, all right, Dave. So you heard it here, folks. That is Diamond Dave. Um, and uh, he is his his uh, his own self uh, yet again. So we're really happy that he's made such a recovery from a couple of weeks that were really, really pretty hard on him physically. And um, But yes, so the good news is he's going to get a chance to go home. The temporary uh, hold on that is that the room has not been refit for him quite yet. There are people working on it. If you'd like to help work on that room so that Dave can go home faster, again, you can give us a call or give Dave a call. Um, we'll put you in touch with those people who are who are doing that. But he needs a place to stay. So if, if, if somebody gives him a place, he can, he can walk out the door today. Um, he's feeling much better. But again, you know, a, a, no stairs. Uh, we really need to watch out for, for him and his mobility these days with his bad back. Um, he's okay. You know, he shuffles around, but um, it basically he's going to need folks to be able to, uh, you know, help him out a little bit more than maybe he's used to. So this is the common thread. Diamond Dave Whitaker has connected so many folks um, in, in, in a myriad of ways. So uh, I'm confident that the universe will come together and help Diamond Dave out, uh, help spring him from the hospital. Oh, poor guy. He's, he's all stir crazy over there. Um, but like he said, you can go visit him. I believe he's on the ninth floor of St. Luke's. If you go bring him something to read, uh, something, something to keep his interest, uh, while he waits release. Yeah. Wow. So much going on these days. So thanks, Diamond Dave. Maybe he'll give us a call a little bit later. I'm going to play a little more music. I'm going to figure out if we're going to have some live music next or some poetry or some what's going to happen next. We never know. This is the Common Thread Collective, and we definitely never know what's going to happen next. Um, but we're always pleasantly surprised. That can be followed. There's no escaping from my own history. Those that I hurt and those that hurt me. I was dead for me and years before I was born. And I'll be dead for me and more after I'm gone. So I live to give something that can live on. Like the way you hum a song when the music's gone. Like the warmth of the sand when the sun goes down. And I'm sitting with myself, nobody else is around. But why must I feel like this today? I'm a soldier, but afraid sometimes to face the things that may block the sun from shining rays. My life with shades of gray And still I long to find a way And so today I pray for grace Radio, come on now Two of my people in the front to say hey, hey. Two of my people in the back to say yo, yo. Two of my people on the side to say ah uh, ah uh. Everybody in the place tonight Say yay, yay. Say yo, yo Say yay, say yo, yo It's been a long, long time since I've been away, been a long, long time since I felt this way. Been a long, long time, I find the words to say how much I'm grateful for my life today. Cause under every cup, you might find a nut. Behind every corner, you might get jacked up. At the end of every rainbow, you might find gold. The last bite of your sandwich.
which hope you don't find mold Cause none of us can live the perfect life The kind that we see on Nick at night And sometimes we all just lose sight Of the pain that will guide us from dark into the light We fall down, yes, but we get up And sometimes we just need a little bit of love To help to make it through another day Into the night, into the light, into a Saturday So in the morning when I'm waiting for the sun to raise And my head's a little foggy like I'm in a haze I remind myself that everything is gonna be okay I take a breath, slow down and say Why must I feel like this today? I'm a soldier but afraid sometimes to face the things that may Dark the sun from shining rays And fill my life with shades of gray And still I long to find a way So today I pray for grace And I say Why must I feel like this today? I'm a soldier but afraid sometimes to face the things that may Black the sun from shining rays And fill my life with shades of gray And still I long to find a way
never see the letter that you wrote me on a dark, cold and cloudy day. Reminding me on the side of the road. You find the light, you'll find a friend, you'll find a way. Today I'm feeling all broke down. I ain't got the faintest clue about what to do. Can't comprehend the situation at hand, so I try my best. Get back home to you Gonna keep on walking now Yes I will Gonna keep on talking loud Yes I will Gonna keep on singing about To the clouds will rain upon you when your sun has gone away. And I believe that what you dream to the moon will manifest before you rest another day. So stay strong, sleep long when you need to. Let the morning take you right on through the day. Yeah, when you find you're at the end of the road, you just lift your head up, spread your wings, and fly away. segment there with uh, Michael Franti and Spearhead that's some good upbeat music really and it's you know it's like aware music too which I appreciate 
So um, here where we are is uh, Mutiny Radio, 21st in Florida, right at the corner, 2781 21st Street. And uh, we are happy to have you come down and be part of the Common Thread Collective where we cast that wide net, find the common thread, let life flourish, and don't panic. Just keep it organic. Hey, and I want to give a big shout out and thanks to um, my homegirl Sunshine Powers over at Love on Hate. Hate and Masonic, the big tie-dye shop on the corner there, has only been open this week as not a retail outlet, but as a donation center for supplies going up to the North Bay to help people recover and, and live and survive in the midst of uh, these horrendous fires that have claimed so many people's homes, some people's lives, and certainly disrupted uh, life as we know it up there in the Santa Rosa, um, Sonoma, Napa area, and also further north too. And Mendocino has fires. Southern California has fires. Um, but on the cover of the San Francisco Examiner today is a mutiny radio DJ um, who is uh, a res uh, originally from Napa and he was over there at Love on Hate helping out uh, driving stuff up to the North Bay and that is our friend Shaggy so um, give Shaggy some love he has a show here on Thursday nights it's the Shaggy Soul Shakedown um, and he is the uh, bearded fellow on the front of the San Francisco Examiner today today is Friday the 13th by the way but all the f cool folks, all the good loving people over there and, and, and all around, um, the taking it to the streets, kids, the homeless youth who are in the program. So they do community uh, service projects in exchange for housing and um, drug counseling. So uh, there's a lot of folks helping out over there at um, Love on Hate, which is right at the corner of Hate and Masonic. So if you have things to donate or if you have a car and are willing to drive some supplies, Go over there, check them out, give them a call, and uh, they are some some local some local angels and heroes. Speaking of, I don't know if I can segue from angels and heroes <laughs> to uh, our friends here, <laughs> Blood Flower and Richard Sanderell. The opposite side of the spectrum. Of angel, angel. <laughs> is that old? That's that old movie, Angels with Dirty Minds, or something. Hey, Face, no faces, faces, but, faces, but I'm hey. I'm one with the dirty mind. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. really. I don't care. You I said it. I, I didn't, I baby. Why do you always have to say that? You sound like my wife. Yeah, do, do, I, got, I, got I don't a, have a wife. I was going to say, <laughs> Richard. Say if we're going to judge people by cup size, let's go. Oh well, I, I took go. the wrong kind of medication. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you talking about your cups of coffee there? Yeah. Nope, not yeah. For me. We're not supposed to have that in here, are we? No. But I didn't. I, don't I have juice. Mine's covered. I don't see anything. With a straw. In the library, the angels and heroes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you the Wayne's we World. We must have. Not. I, I must have. I must have came to the wrong podcast. No, this got, is the welcoming one. I'm sorry. They said. They said you have horns on your head. Go on in. <laughs> and I was like, well, I must be at the right place. Yes, we, we welcome. The door is open, so we never know who's going to walk in. But, uh, well, but Grumpy you, walked in, and he's still here, so look out. Who's Grumpy? He's speaking in the third person uh, about himself. What? Nothing. You're pretty happy-go-lucky for a grumpy person. It's all a delusion. 
<laughs> I thought we were gonna do something. Well, who's well, who's doing what? I mean, I uh, who's on first? I'm not in control. Either. Well, I'm not I'm either, not, and I'm, I'm gonna let the host say. Uh, and do you want to do a little banter, or do you want to talk? Or I let's love, talk about those wildfires. I love banter. Let's talk about those wildfires. Fire during fire. I want to season. just say something about those wildfires. Yeah. The pale ones got here, and when they saw the native people and the great husbandry work they were doing in the forest, like burning every fall the the growth and the death that occurred in the forest well the white people understood that the pale one did but the problem was didn't like all that smoke so they stopped well then you know the dead trees fell and the, the growth died and it built up and more trees died and fell, and more stuff built up and built up. And then suddenly we would start having fires. But these fires burned hotter. These fires burned longer. These fires were more vicious. These fires threw out more carbon than ever. Where back in the old days, it was kept to a bare minimum and the earth could survive it. Now, we have Santa Rosas and Oaklands, and we're gonna have more of them. And it's gonna get hotter, and the growth is building. More trees out there are dead than ever from drought and disease and global warming. These fires are only the tip of the, f of the, of the point of the fires. They're going to get worse unless we change unless we make a u-turn and decide this is not the way we want to go this is not the fate we want as people as human beings on this earth that we might start talking to our neighbors about it and see what they think about what you and other people have to say if not party down like it's 1491 brothers and sisters because our time is short. You're scaring blood flower. See, for me, for me, it's not short <laughs> enough. Sorry. For me, it's interminably long and grinding and endless. I don't know where you come up with this short time. Everything's going to end in like a short time. It's like, short time means in 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 in. in, in um, What's the word in the grand? There's a word for it. Shit. In the grand scheme of things? No, not in the scheme of things. But when I mean short time, short time is like in the um, goddamn in the whole time, cosmic time. Mm -hmm. No, I, short I'm, time in a cosmic time is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Not short time tomorrow, next week. Yeah. No, yeah. and I, I don't want next year, and it could be tomorrow, and it could be next year, but it could be a hundred, could be three thousand years from now. I, whenever yeah. I hear stuff like that, I think of Millerites and stuff, oh. and you know, uh, don't worry, people that think the Keep world's going to end, and they tell everybody, give away your houses and your possessions. I, and I'm not and, telling people to do that, you know, blood flower. Like I, like I am not that Christian man out there telling you the days the, 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 tomorrow. The apocalyptic no, cult. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and, I, and I don't want to and diminish. I have, a poem, I have a poem about that, too. So, no, I'm not, I'm not giving The names. way I look at it is, like, there's fire during fire season. 
Yeah, there is. That's, You're right. It's fire season, and there's a lot of fire. Yeah, that's, that's right. You know, rainy season will get a lot of rain, probably. Mm, not necessarily. You know, so it's no. just one of those seasons. But it is. A, no. It's awful. It's like. Um, I'm not denying that these are not the seasons uh, that are the I, norm. Uh, what I am telling you is, is because of our actions, we've made them worse. Oh well, yes. yeah. And I and I didn't mean to uh, diminish that message either, Richard, because it's true. When the stewardship of the land is yes. is ignored, um, we we have worse problems. That's right. So mm-hmm. I I think it's That's a very very strong point, they very were valid the stewards point. Stewards of this land, they knew best how to do it. Yeah. And we just paid the, no mind. When the pale one came here, he could walk, the kids could walk across the, the backs of salmon in the streams. That's how well things were managed. And they weren't smoked salmon. <laughs> Thank you. They weren't smoking either. How do you know? <laughs> well, I never saw a salmon Look with a cigarette. Look at their beady little I'm, red I'm eyes. Sure we can paint one. Tells me different. But seriously, I mean... You know, everything is dwindling in, in front of us. Life is dwindling. It's the salmon that turned me on to Cheech and Chong. I have a great salmon yeah, tie. Yeah, that salmons are great. But that has nothing to do with what we were talking about. I don't know. Some, something does. fishy's going on. It's something Friday the does. 13th here on the Common How do we go from smoke to fish? <laughs> and smoking salmon. And smoky fish. And smoking salmon. So and I, is it dinner time yet? Something and I, I forgot my flower. I forgot all my fish poems at home. Oh. But I I didn't. I would I you care to open with a with a poem? Because I'd sure. really appreciate that. Sure. Thank you. In the warm haze of a salty morning, the ocean exhales and subsides. Its liquid lungs releasing last night's dreams in a sigh. And I shake off the dust of yesterday and wake to the rumble and bubble of this sonorous giant whispering fishy secrets of the deep. Someone's been scribing on their time off. I have been. That was a Sunday morning poem. I went to Ocean Beach and walked along and, you know, when the air is thick and it smells like uh, the, the fishy smell. So I wrote that little poem. Yeah, there's a particular smell, particularly in Golden Gate Park and out on the beach, a particular smell to San Francisco. Yeah. It's an odor you don't get anywhere else. Very poetic. Thank you. I like the mix of um, eucalyptus and diesel. That's my favorite Sunday morning. He spends his time down by the freeways. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like... Look, yeah. I'm teaching Tai Chi to homeless people. (laughs) Nice. That's a a big difference. I like the smell of rain on concrete. Like when the city starts to rain and the smell that rain hits the concrete, it's like... I don't know why I like the smell of concrete right now, but the wet concrete has something something to say. Yeah. It kind of washes the city clean after that. It speaks to me. Wet concrete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Very nice. When it, Especially when it first gets the little spatters on it. It's like... Yeah. Dots of water. And then it's all wet. And if the sidewalk is warm. It, it, it just gets a little steamy. Yeah. Gets a little steamy, yeah. Um, I was going to read a sonnet if no one has any objections. No objections here. No, overruled. Overruled by the... Well, actually, you're not overruled. That's all right. 
Um, I for some reason I don't like I write in spurts and spasms. I'm not like a like I write Sundays, Wednesdays, Tuesdays, Friday after lunch. You know, I don't have a set schedule. Yeah. But lately, it's been coming through in um, sonnet form, the writing. And um, I was talking well, a couple of months ago to Jennifer Barone, and she's like, are you writing? And I said, yeah, I'm working in the sonnet form. And she's like, that's really hard. That's a really hard form to write in. And I was like, yeah, that's why I'm doing it, because if it's not a challenge, why? You know what I'm saying? I just phone it in, right? So um, I was numbering them, lettering them, writing them for people, but I rewrite them all the time. I wrote one the other day, and I realized that I had, wrote, I had written season over the top instead of sonnet. Like subconsciously, I'd written season over the top. Go figure, right? Yeah. Go figure. So this is a sonnet. Mesmerized, I watched the butterfly test her wings, emerging from the stickiness of your amber thighs, escaping through the transom of a long-gone room, ascending to the sullen clouds that now seem to move slower with the warmer weather. I have left behind no pyramids of stones, no bovine skulls, no longer a cartographer of inner space consulting my morning scat, existing on fever visions and centipedes flesh. Refusing to sit still, we pick through the crisp scattered remains of emotional fascism's terrain. Testing the surfaces for sore spots with a switch, they still remain just below the rotting leaves. Acquired indifference has kindly released me from the grip of the crass commerce of the heart the mark of the beast, it seems, resembles my very skin. Thank you. Wow. Nice. I, you, you don't waste words in your sonnets, Bloodflower. I'm well, impressed. I figure when you're torturing yourself, it's not good to waste anything. Mm. You know, that's... Uh, <laughs> the product of long nights, early mornings, lots of coffee, lots of cannabis, and, you know, general... General, uh, general cannabis. Just, yeah, general cannabis comes in and says, start writing. <laughs> and you don't, you don't, you don't... Uh, when the general cannabis says... Don't crack wise with general cannabis. No, it's... <laughs> get to uh, writing. Yeah. You better not delay. Yeah, yeah. Just in spite of his name, not as compassionate. Yeah. As he might sometimes uh, act, you know. Sometimes. Yeah, unpredictable. It's the captain part. Yeah. Power goes to your head. You ready, Richard? You're gonna read us a new poem? Uh well you can read an old poem too. Let's uh let's let's uh, 
Let's do 50 years later, Summer of Love quietly dies. 50 years since the Summer of Love ends, celebrations, education of the times never really materialize. The city didn't make the same mistake twice. All celebrations controlled, paid for, no wild in the streets. In the beginning, just before summer, Hare Krishna drum, click cymbals, chant, burn incense after decades of being gone. Something about gun running. They even feed people in the park like the old days, trying to gain more believers. It smells like summer of celebration may be upon us, but it didn't materialize. Any outburst of joy, celebration squashed before it ever got out of hand. Observances in all the respectful places, the Young Museum, Hall of Flowers, City Hall, with no real context. The gray area in the mission throws a virtual human being. There are painted hearts on hate sidewalks signifying love. But more shopping is done than showing expressing love. Not to say that there's no love in the hate, it just uh, looks a little crusty. Young know nothing of the history as they wear their favorite corporate logos. Ask those who work there or visit, they will give you blank looks. Mr. Natural Who? Straight Theater? The Diggers? Our Crumb? Furry Feek Brothers? Chet Helms? The Family Dog? Annie Sampson? Ramon Sender? Diamond Dave Whitaker? So let's go, boys and girls. We're going down to San Francisco to the hate of the summer of love where everything is dignified for your viewing pleasure. Throwing back 50 years via 50 years later so you have no truth here and what was attempted. Meanwhile, next door, the Fillmore, cultural, musical, political jewel of the city, is only months away before the death knell begins. And we forget. That's that's a good. That's that's one of my favorites. I like that one. I mean, it's you know, it's there are a lot of people who who carry on the legacy, and there's there's a lot of love in in the heat. But yes. there's also, I agree, a lot of just you know, innocent ignorance of uh, of uh, many different aspects of the history of the Haight Ashbury and the Fillmore. Um, I mean, the great. Great book, great read is the um, season of the witch. That's a wonderful book. Yeah. D- David Talbot, who yeah. who who dives into uh, the history of of San Francisco and tw- you know mid twentieth century on, and yeah. uh, really really. See, there was really no discussion upon. of why the hate even took place, why that even happened, why why did that phenomenon take place in the first place, and once it did happen, what was behind it, and and what was really going on. I mean, there are so many stories that will probably never be told, that we're never going to hear, that is really the true history of what went down there. But we're, we're well. They say be, if you can remember it, you weren't there. Well, that's not all true. But 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 we're the poor fort. As far as I'm concerned, we're the poor for not knowing some of those stories. Because I hear some of these stories, some of the people I've mentioned are still with us. And even I didn't know. I, I got a book um, called Interviews with American Icons. It's like 60s icons. So they talked to Peter Coyote, original digger. They talked to Wavy Gravy. They talked to... Um, 
I forget who else is in the book. I've, it's, you know, it's per chapter. It's just like transcribed interviews. Um, but talking to folks who were, were around at that time oh. and, and uh, you know, living histor- historians, people who participated. Yeah, and there were a lot of people who didn't uh, find a camera that they didn't love. Yeah. And, but I mean, also, I mean, uh, you know, I don't mean you, that in a derogatory yeah. sense. I'm just saying that uh, uh, that wasn't some of these people's styles, and other people uh, that was their style. So they were the ones who did get hurt. So that's understandable. Sure. But I mean, at the we're, same we're, time, at the, at the mm-hmm. same time, it's really sad that somehow, and I'm, I'm trying to get some of them to put this to paper or to to CD, so that it doesn't all get lost. Um, and uh, hope, hopefully there will be some success with that, but I just know there's so much more. Isn't there something online, like there's a, you know, a, a gallery of images and stories from Haight-Ashbury that's like a, a website? Well, there might be. I have people put I know it in. There no. used to be they, one for the entire city, like you could just click on a section mm-hmm. of the city of and it would come up with all kinds of, yeah. Maybe through the library. The San right. Francisco Public Library yeah. archives, and they also have the the um, oral history project that right. they that they run through the library as well. That's interesting. But too. also, I mean, it's a good point to bring up, though. If you have stories, uh, if you find yourself being a, a someone who's had a lot of a life experience and of a historical perspective, you can join us here at Mutiny Radio, right yeah. on, every Friday for the Common Thread Collective. Yeah, remember, uh, you know, other people are telling our stories, and they're not telling them right. I know that. They're not telling my story. And, I, I, you know, the, the media, you know, what was the taxi made anybody who was uh, somebody from the 60s was a casualty, like that one character there on Taxi. Oh, well, um, I know what you but, mean. But they always, they always placed right. my, my generation in that so sort of the, that kind of... If the drugs didn't get you, the war got you. Well, yeah, there was you know, no or, happy or, medium. Or, there was no, or we were just in in it for the fun, or the, you know, there was nothing behind what we were doing. Oh, we going were to the other side of the planet, killing people—that's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, just because the the archetype needs to be uh, held up as a, as a a fool, so that they don't see the substance of what people of conscience. And creativity actually have to offer the world, which is an alternative. Yeah, that's why they always want to show pictures of us having sex. <laughs> you know, I think, well, they always they like do. to show us having sex. But did, did you ever have us uh, having a? Did you ever film us having a decent conversation about how we thought about stuff and what we wanted to accomplish? I don't remember seeing much of that. But I did see a lot of whole, a lot of sex stuff. You did? Oh, yeah. Woodstock. They always like to show pictures of Woodstock. Oh, that's like my neighborhood. They always show my neighborhood when they want to talk about homosexuals. They yeah, go to yeah. the leather people. Yeah. Like, that's all there is to the culture is leather people. Like, they just focus on the, the more um, kind of the extreme. Extreme counterculture kind of kind of groups. Right. Well, it's easier to focus on, on things that, that seem to be definable. Um, right. uh, e. K. Keith her great poem about peace who's like you know what you know why don't we see news stories about peace but well, peace is ordinary it's walking across the street right. it's a day at work That's it's having right. your coffee it's mm-hmm. nothing it's to not to uh and it's not profitable it's not the sensation that that, that uh you know those the, the the great distraction machine would have us yeah. uh pay attention to that's why i pursue it as little as possible because 
you gonna find it <laughs> it's hard to find peace around here well we had i i don't know if you guys made it out but a couple weeks oh. back peace in the park was a really fun beautiful day in golden gate park at the music concourse um it was definitely a blending of of communities and friends uh, they had the brahma kumaris uh, world spiritual organization oh yeah and yeah. so they had a meditation zone they had tai chi they had yoga there was a um, and also our friends um, who who have shows over here at uh, Bisat Baobab, Little Baobab. The um, uh, Mazin was the captain of the workshops tent, so he held lots of wor- workshops in there, um, kind of empathy and and uh, music, and then there were open mics and w- there was a. Um, the kids got to do a lot of art and there was a like parades with giant puppets. It was an entire day, right? It was an entire day. Yeah. I had to work. It was a good time. It was a good time. I think everybody who came out enjoyed it. Was it peaceful? It was absolutely peaceful. That's what counts, right? If you're going to have a peace event, it should be peaceful. Totally right. peaceful. And it was all volunteers who put it together. So... Everybody had had their hearts in it, and uh, you know you get good things when you when you do things from a place of uh, of love and um, and you have the good intentions. This is like cooking, right? If you're making food, they say if you're in a bad mood, you don't want to make food because the bad energy goes into the food and it's not so good anymore. But and you know, but the love that you can put into something like food or the creativity um it, it's felt in the result as long as you don't mistake food for love true true that can happen it could just be a, a component but when you like make something and 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 you're enjoying making it it's going to taste better sure because it has that secret ingredient called love that's right Hoping right? you'd say that. That's where, because I remember one time when we first met, you you laid some um, uh, muffins on me that your mom had made. Yeah. And I said, these are really good. And you said, of course they're good. And I said, because they're made with a secret ingredient. That, that's love, right? That's so, right. Um, that's right. Mom's cooking always tastes the best. That's why. Yep. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I, um, can I do a shameless plug for Sunday? May it be as shameless as you'd like it to be. Um, <laughs> well, of course, have no shame. Of in course, announcing this weekend Casa is Lit Quake. It is, and Lit Quake is always an amazing experience. Um, Sunday, Lit Quake weekend will be Casa Dot. Um, next month would be the official year anniversary, but seeing that I'm a really perverse person, I'm not going to have an anniversary party. But we're going to reconvene at the end of January. January 21st will be the next one, um, the 2018 uh, Happy No Year, um, 2018 Casa Dot at Adobe. Um, this Sunday, the 15th, though, we're going to... Um, <laughs> We're going to have more of um, an event, a literary event with the backbeat. Nice. And we're going to have um, Robert Carr's band. He used to perform here. Yeah, Robert. Yeah, Rob. Um, He has a new band called Time Cat, a jam band in the tradition of Fish, a Grateful Dead, I guess, you know. 
So um, I said, why don't you like come down and just, you know, kick off the show, you know? So he's looking forward to that, you know. Um, nice. When I was when I back in the day when I was young, October was called Rocktober. Nice, I like, like that. It was very a lot like of that. heavy rock music and stuff like that. So yeah, Time Cat is the name of his band. They'll be there. Um, Ed Dang, son of poet laureate Kim Shuck, fine musician. Yes. You know, finger picking singer songwriter, right? Yeah. The class act. Yeah, play, plays say. that guitar like a banjo. Like he owns that. Yeah. Right? Like ringing a bell. Like Johnny <laughs> Be Good, remember? He could play the guitar like ringing a bell. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Ed will be there. Um, Global Val, I believe, will be there. I believe James Ellis will also be there. I believe so. D. Allen. Oh, good, D. Allen. Um, E.K. Keith. Yeah, E.K. She might be here today. She might be coming. I'll be there, of course. And And, uh, Mia Byrne. Mia Byrne. Will be there to close out the show. And um, with more music. I want to thank EK and uh, Kim Shuck for turning me on to Mia. You know, find some new people to come in and, you know, shake the shack. Nice. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And like I said, it's the last Casa Dot till next year. And then um, next year also is the Bloodflower Down Home Uptown Intergalactic 24th Street Pickin' Parlor. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. me and several musicians and poets from around the neighborhood getting together and making some music and whatever we can put together in the uh, gallery of Adobe Books. Nice. So that's so, the... That's the uh, the goal for the new year that's another project no year. that's another for the no year yeah yeah i'm just gonna like act like it doesn't exist but i'm still gonna have fun <laughs> <laughs> nice it's nice to not take things too seriously or literally also, rather so <laughs> um also december 2nd this is getting a little ahead of things but, oh, but that's good tempest fugit like my mom used to say and december 2nd map la boheme that's the second Saturday of December, 6 to 9 p.m. That's uh, being co-curated by me, Bloodflower, and E.K. Keith. And we're just kind of, that'll all kind of come together in the next couple of weeks and stuff. So uh, looking forward to finding cool venues and having awesome events. And, you know, it's, it's fun. It's a fun, uh, it's a fun thing to do. Way to be. Uh, her, you know, Kim Shuck told me that getting poets and performers together for events is like herding cats. And um, yeah, I, I agree with her. Not 100%, but pretty close. Pretty close. Um, I have one more poem, if I may. Oh, please. You know, because um, God knows I'm such a Mike Hogg. You know. Um, this is another sonnet, and it's uh, it was written quite recently. I was raised to suffer in silence, in smoke-filled back rooms, where beauty was achieved through... I'm sorry, let me uh, start that again. Where beauty was achieved through brutal implementation of pain and remorse 
sweet as a pixie stick. I was raised without sunlight. Therefore, I despise gold, all things gold. I was bathed in moonlight. Therefore, I adore silver and all her forms. Jesus told Mary, there is no birth at sin, sister. It's after birth. It's stuff that we leave behind in the womb. That's where the sin is. I was raised to inhabit a decent society I swiftly learned to despise. Every blind alley gave me sight. Every knock gave me a boost. I collected scars and trauma and velvet sacks. I was raised to liberate myself, roll along with the punches, unbranded. I am the terminal tourist, the dreamy vagabond, one foot on the floor, one eye on the exit signs. Thanks. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Like Always that. happy to share. Right on, Bloodflower. Well, I'm looking forward to Sunday. Casa Dot's always a good time over at Adobe Books, 3130 24th Street here in the Mission. Just a, Bring your dancing shoes. Yeah, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away. Time Cat and Mia Byrne will be a, and, and Ed Dang. So music and poetry. That's, that's so cool. Who could have thought that up? Whoever could have thought that up? Hmm. Good question. Good question. Well, your your um, mention of being raised by the moonlight made me um, think about another little poem that I wrote recently, and uh, might be a good time to try to break this one out because this was written at nighttime, looking up at the sky. The circuitry of stars is electrifying, a series of signals blinking in erratic sequence yet seemingly synchronized like jazz, a celestial conversation, a dazzling visual communication arranged in a scattered fashion fueled by the hot gases that appear in the looking glass of our atmosphere. Far out there, yet we're all here in the same blanketed room trying to read under the covers. Very nice. That was a time off vacation poem, for sure. Good time to look up at the sky at night. Oh, it's so refreshing to, to be away from city lights and... Uh, well, there is no sky. And <laughs> Richard... I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sanction your mopery, moping a little bit. <laughs> there, is no there is no sky. All you get is, you get is moon the the earth is dying. And when I you're lucky see. in wintertime, you get to see you get to see Sirius and Orion. And when does anyone that. get lucky in the wintertime? Jesus, give me a break if there was a sky. It's no mope, it's a fact. Gee, somebody hit a and nerve. You, and you were lucky enough to finally go see the sky again and remember where your place is. I remember you reading that poem about yes. the woman who had never seen never the night seen sky. The sky. until she was around 24, 25 years old. That's wild. Yes. Yeah. I know. I'm just I'm just giving you the business. I know you are, and I I'll take the business whenever I can get it. <laughs> well, good. Well, don't you have a couple more new poems too? 
Have we heard well, uh, much? I'll, I'll much? start with a downer and end with a happier. Guy. All right. Well, actually, I have two downers, <laughs> but we'll figure they're it out. They're going to be like a Neil Young kind of uh, thing. Yeah, hey, I like that. <laughs> actually, it was you who told me you liked Neil Young. I said, oh. Uh, Neil Young was fathers, my first I concert. you not. Let's do Forgiving Our Fathers. Good idea. We all have fathers. Forgiving Our Fathers. Can we forgive our fathers, the ones who were missing in action, who never really cared or would have or who would have no kid drag them down maybe they their fathers did the same for their fathers it's lonely oh, excuse me let's start this over the the whole rhythm is wrong can we forgive our fathers the ones who are missing in action who never really cared or would have no kid drag them down maybe their fathers did the same for their sons it's lonely out here we think about you, not always in fondness. Can we forgive our fathers, the ones who could no longer cope with life because of what life gives them, for those who just gave up, or those who were sent to war, lost their minds in sanity, drank, snorted too much to dull themselves, poly drug use? Can we forgive our fathers, for they know not what they do, where they were, where they were too young mentally to understand their role, they null and void. Can we forgive our fathers for their silence, replacing it with teachings, the treachery of religion, patriotism, militarism? Can we forgive our fathers when, when they pass, never resolving these issues? Should we? Uh, I'm going to read this for my friend Bloodflower because I read it the other night I haven't read it here it's called my, 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 my Armageddon so many Armageddons to choose from North Korea, Israel, Syria, Iran ourselves and on and on and on and on fry my bread boil my oceans tan my hide kill the child it's the fire next time Christians tend to opt out for Israel being the site of their biblical prophecies, but these days competition for these sites are fierce. We've given ourselves so many options in so many places. Prophecies or not, don't you just love us? My, 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 my Armageddon. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> yes, I can I can have humor too, goddammit. Oh, this... Um, as long as you pepper it with cuss words, we're good with that. That's right. Uh, all right, I care for you not, and we're going to end it with, well, maybe this is the one we'll end it with. I had another one. It was a little lighter, but I, I couldn't resist. Seldom can. Seldom. I care for you not. Oh, that's a good one, too. Usa, I stopped caring for you, you almost at the age of reasoning. I begin to see you. Your hatred, cruelty towards almost everyone, everything. Seems very little you love. Alcohol, sex, Jesus. You give them what they want as long as they're incapacitated. How can someone love you, your cruelty? You don't have the people's back, never did. You're like the bad lover who promises but never delivers to pay your way. But we, your bosses you sold out to, pay your way. Usa, I care for you not. 
You murder those who, who won't give you what you want, then send your children to die for your criminal activities while you throw people in prisons, mostly red, black, part of the new economic system, same as the old economic system. You keep people at each other's gullets so they stay away from you and yours. You pass so many laws, you can seldom, if ever, get to the real criminals with so many protections against people you screw, poison, maim, kill. Business by nanosecond by nanosecond, there's a profit to be made. Get on the dance floor, do your greedy little dance for the people, Usa. You know all the dance moves, you stole it from the best of the people. I care for you not. You stole all the ideas of governance and immediately perverted it. Had to be ruled by white Christian men, scariest of white men against women and any other than the pale ones. Oh. You know who a scary paternal figure was to me when I was a kid? Hmm. Porky Pig. Scared the hell out of me. Running around with a shirt and no pants. What kind of man is that? Hey, good point. What kind of what kind of like how is that supposed to set a good example for me? It's not. It's right? Not. That that poem reminds me of that. It reminds me of like Porky Pig running around always getting his way and like I wouldn't mind so much if he just put on some freaking pants. You know what I'm saying? It's just like It's a good point. It's a good point. It's a nightmare nightmarish figure, really. I seldom <laughs> make so few, I'm really glad I'm, I'm Pig. Who would have thought? <laughs> I'm hitting all the cylinders today. Good for me. You know what's really odd, and I never noticed this before. When I before I right before I moved here, a few years before I moved here, I lived in Providence, right? I had two cats that looked exactly like this because I bought a black cat, and they said you have to get a good luck cat to counterbalance the black cat because black cats were supposedly bad luck, right? So I got the calico cat because calico cats are supposed to be good luck. Calico cat was named Pokey, and the black one was named Fear. But it was weird because the good luck cat had the bad luck, mm -hmm. right? The good luck absorbed all the bad luck from the black cat, it seemed, and then like. Wow! And today is Friday the thirteenth. So as we look at the uh, the uh, the strange nature of superstition, maybe today is actually a really good day for someone. Oh. The only thing I know about superstitions is that if you walk under a ladder, you're supposed yeah, to cross yeah. both your fingers on both hands. Is that it? That's the only thing I know. But otherwise, I'm not really superstitious. Mm. No I, salt? No. I don't eat salt. You well, spill you salt? Knock it over, do you? How Toss. do I knock it over if I don't eat it? Because there's a table where there happen to be some table salt. I don't Jesus, have, God I don't, Almighty. Don't, you might be sitting in some restaurant. I don't have a kitchen table. I eat everything cross-legged on my futon. I, never, I haven't eaten at a kitchen table since I was 15 years old. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What, 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 what are you going to do? I'm going to play some music. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I want to hear some Dylan. All right, I'll find some Dylan in a few oh, couple minutes. No. But since we talked about uh, getting lucky in winter, here you John go. Trudell after oh, that's not it. Wintertime winds blow cold and season falling in love. I'm hoping to be when the so cold is that the reason keeping you warm, your hands touching me.
Is that the reason Trying so desperately to be listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. I'm Global Val here with our friends. And of course, if you want to help out Diamond Dave, uh, he needs a place to stay for a couple of days uh, so that they can uh, refit his room and get it all organized. So uh, give him a call, 415-240-0286, and let him know that you can take him in for a couple of days. I'd be very grateful and be very helpful while he uh, gets re-established and situated. We love Diamond Dave. Let's help him out.
she wrote me on a dark, cold and cloudy day. Reminding me on the side of the road. You find the light, you'll find a friend, you'll find a way. But today I'm feeling all broke down. I ain't got the faintest clue about what to do. Can't comprehend the situation at hand. So I try my best just to get back home to you. sun has gone away And I believe that what you dream to the moon Will manifest before you rest another day So stay strong, sleep long When you need to let the morning take you right on through the day Yeah, when you find you're at the end of the road You just lift your head up, spread your wings and fly away Listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. Hey, you know, it's Friday the 13th, so I hope you're having a fantastic day. 
Um, it is a little bit apocalyptic up here in Northern California. People are walking around with masks because it's so smoky in the city uh, from the fires up in the North Bay, Napa, Sonoma, Mendocino, and there's fires in Southern California as well. Uh, a lot of relief efforts being made to, to help people who have been evacuated from their homes or have lost their homes. And it's a, a really, a really devastating scene um, to look at entire neighborhoods that have been burned to the ground. And um, yeah, that's the reality, folks. Um, but as uh, Roman and I were talking about earlier when he had me on the weekly review, his show from 12 to 2, is we were talking about basically building the new world and the shell of the old, you know. I mean, when you see things burn down and it looks very desperate, and then in the springtime, you know, there's there's green shoots again. And so as using this as an opportunity, uh, all of these natural disasters as an opportunity to try to take uh, the way that humans interact with our, with the environment into a better direction. Um, who knows, we might have a completely solar-powered uh, Northern California once it's rebuilt. Um, so, you know, right now it's about helping the folks who have had to leave their homes uh, with sometimes with just the clothes on their back um, to help all of them, their families, uh, their animals, their, you know, and, and to help folks get reestablished all around the Bay Area. So, again, if you want to help out, you're not quite sure, you could drop off donations or you could uh, offer to drive donations up. Um, Love on Hate over there at Hate Masonic has been operating basically all week as an outpost for this, uh, trying to show the love and, um, and help people out. So um, all, all things move forward. We can't change the past. We can only step forward bravely and hopefully peacefully into the present and the future. So tomorrow, speaking of community, we're talking about building community at the Bay Natives Nursery is the second Saturday where they have a kind of a, a jam session that's out on Cargo Way. So it's just on the other side of Third uh, Street. So the Bay Natives Nursery. Um, and uh, I believe that is tomorrow. So I think they do it all day. Yep, second October, second Saturday garden party starting at noon. And uh, yeah, go check it out. Our friend Kevin will be over there playing some music. Um, he got to play at Peace in the Park. That was pretty cool. And yeah, it's 12 to 5 all day. Go and step by, stop by. There's um, uh, all sorts of different plants over there, native plants, uh, including... Um, fruit and vegetable plants and things like that and there's a bunch of chickens walking around and it's just a cool little place they do a little barbecue or potluck so going over to bay natives nursery tomorrow afternoon 12 to 5 that's at number 10 cargo way in san francisco what's uh, what's that richard i don't have the information with me uh, i hopefully will next friday because this is the that'll be the day of the event mm -hmm. uh clara sue down at clarion performance center in the uh, in chinatown on sacramento uh is having a benefit so it's a ducat so you, you gotta cut cut loose of some ducats uh it's a benefit and uh, there's going to be performances there um and that's what i really need to i can't remember uh, but I would say go check out the Clarion uh, Performance Center. I'm sure they've got it listed in the uh, events and the, and the cost of the program. And all the money will be going to uh, Puerto Rico. 
Yeah. Uh, because um, uh, our resident rump has decided to leave Puerto Rico, just hang out there by itself. Uh, and That's he just he, he just it he just recently discovered yeah. that he's the president of the Virgin Islands. So. Disgraceful. Yeah. So um, anyway, or, or find any way that you feel is reputable. If you can't make something, or you can't send Clary in some money to help along, find at least somebody who's reputable that you trust yeah. to get some money to Puerto Rico, please. Well, mm-hmm. Alley Cat Books over here on Twenty Fourth Street is uh, having an ongoing silent auction for some of the art that's in their gallery. So they've been raising money to go to okay. um, uh, Puerto Rico and Cuba. Um, Mm-hmm. to help with the recovery efforts of all these hurricanes and also there's a lot of ways to help right now everybody a lot also, of ways to help also a lot of people forget with the human element there's also the animal companion element right so it's good to um you know give some money to spca and animal rescue yeah they i think um, they're gonna have um some they they've rescued the SFPCA has rescued 17 cats and 17 dogs from up of the fires and um you know they're always trying to get animals home so i think this weekend they're going to have free adult pet adoptions right so if you've got a little room in your house in addition to the room in your heart right. uh go get yourself a you know take care of these animals too uh, they're they're little people in fur suits you know so they you can't forget them right you can't forget the animals <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's October. I'm just imagining Halloween costumes right now. Little people in fursuits. <laughs> the furries. You're way ahead of me. Oh I was just God. thinking about cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. Speaking of cats. Speaking of cats. Um, we were speaking of cats. The Black Panthers. Yes. This weekend is a concert rally and panel to pay tribute to the Black Panther Party Uh, called Power to the People, 51 years, 1966 to 2017, um, today and tomorrow. Uh, Most of it taking place in Oakland. Um, October 2017 marks the 51st anniversary of the founding of the Black Panther Party. Hip Hop TV is partnering with Stellium to host events commemorating the anniversary on today, the 13th of October and the 14th of October in Oakland. This evening, starting at 6 o'clock, is the opening reception and panel from 6 to 10 at Merritt College in Oakland. That's Campus Drive. And then uh, for the opening reception from 6 to 7 p.m., Barbara Lee. Hey, Barbara Lee. Barbara Lee will be there. Um, science and Allied Health in the Science and Allied Health Building. The opening reception will feature Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, best-selling author of five books, along with hors d'oeuvres, drinks, and a meet and greet with the panel members. Wow. The reception will be held in the Science Building at Merritt College. That's this evening from six to seven. Uh, and the topic is how can the legacy of the Black Panther Party move us forward today? So. Uh, Join them for this uh, monumental panel to help bring power to the people where it belongs. Then the panel discussion is lasts from 7 to 10 in the Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seal Student Lounge at Merritt College. That's building R110, R1110. Uh, the moderators are Sheikh Hashim Aluddin and Cheryl Sudut. Opening remarks by Dr. James Taylor. Black Panther Fashion by Mario B. Productions. Music by DJ Davy D, DJ Taboo, and DJ Squaropolis. That sounds like East Bay. Right? 
live performance by X-Clan. The panel, Saturo Ned, a.k.a. James Mott, Minister Keith Muhammad, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, Dr. Gregory Spencer, Dr. James Taylor, Dr. Maria Lane Burns, Brother Jay, Davey D., Dr. Charity Clay, and Professor Jason Seals. So that's tonight. Um, And then tomorrow is a concert and rally. So that's October 14th, 12 to 6 p.m. at Defremery Park, which is at 16th and Adeline in Oakland. Join us at Life is Living Festival, where the Power to the People stage will be featured. The concert is free. So bring your family and celebrate all that the Black Panther Party stands for, hosted by Sugar T and Gina Madrid. Lineup is X-Clan, Kev Choice, Wolf Hawk Jaguar, Aesop, Sista Amina, Ross Ceylon, Samba Funk, Aliyah Sharif, YGB, Gina Madrid, a.k.a. Raji, Mosin Raff, Charity Clay, DJ Taboo, DJ Davey D, DJ Pam, DJ Squaropolis, and DJ Superstar Kwam Allah. So if, after all those details, you forgot what we were talking about. This is the Black Panther Party Power to the People 51st anniversary. Um, you can check out, they have a website, blackpantherpower.com, or you could uh, just check them out on Facebook, Power to the People. That is today and tomorrow. That's 50 plus one. That's, you're right. That's good. I know. It's, it's growing, right? So community community grassroots movements. Good for them. Yeah. Is it true that, at least in California in part, that we have gun control because Black Panthers wore guns in the Capitol to the Capitol at the well, Sacramento? <clears throat> they they banned the guns. That's that's when they did that. Oh. Yeah. But that wasn't... Nothing scarier. There's a film. There's film footage of it. You ever see it? It's all black right. and white. You can probably right. see it on YouTube. Right. With, with Bubba Tundi Olatunji in the background. Right. That's, right. A, that's a great, that's a great uh, footage. But that, that didn't lead to what now is known as gun control in the state, though. Why you heard that like that? I don't know if it led to it, but it, it was certainly part of it. Uh, okay. Yeah, because that scared, that scared those, uh, those uh, legislators to death. You know, I'm a Second Amendment liberal. You can carry a gun anywhere you want, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, but it seems like when people of a certain uh, yes. skin yes. color yes. carry yes. them, it, 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 it's it a does make, more, make some people. A it's more a little more. People and that's what that's why it happened that way. That's why you know yeah. we should have a black NRA. You know, not just have NRA for everybody. You know. Well. Let's yeah. face it, we're not going to get rid of guns. No. They're not going away. I write. I have a piece I write about about all those killings. So, In two weeks from now, and it's coming up, we're coming up on two weeks now, pretty soon. Uh, after Monday, you're not going to be hearing much about Las Vegas unless it's about trial or mm-hmm. something. You know, what if you went, right? What if you went, right, and you, the doctor told you you had a terminal illness, right? And you said, well, I want to discuss this and find out about how I can fix it. And they said, well, this is no time to talk about it. Hmm. Right? That's a very um, keen parallel to draw. With yeah. those keen eyes of yours. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I think that you know there are responsible people, and be, there are some nuts that tend to. I know. Cast things like that. Right. You know, um, but I don't think there's certain rights that should be more paid attention to than other. I think expensive other rights, or you know, so. Uh, Let's just say it's a fact of life. It's America. 
it's like we have it's a, it's a it's a gun place you know it's it's uh it's really sad well i was talking about how australia um mm-hmm. disallowed uh automatic weapons after a mass shooting several years ago and their homicide and their suicide rate mm. dropped significantly yeah. you know it's not that we can't make policy right. um same policy right right i mean i understand if people want to you know like if you live out in the country and you want to have guns and you've got you know and you're in bear country or something you gotta like defend your you know like save your own life you know or even if you're like a responsible like ethical hunter and you actually need to go hunt for food not that most people in the united states do people i know back there who will not go to the grocery store and buy meat they hunter meat see that's i if that's the case, then, you know, there, there's, you know, something to be said for, for really that kind of grisly attitude. But, um, you know, well, or if you if you really are, you know, fearful and you feel like you need to have a pistol in your possession because you think it's going to need it someday to defend yourself. You know, I think that there are some, you know, some reasonable um, situations where people, you know, might want or need a gun. But. Nobody needs a semi-automatic weapon. Mm-mm. Nobody needs a, a weapon that's going to be firing like you're in, like you're a sniper in a war zone. That's not, that's not safe in civil society at all. You know, that's not like bearing my right to be part of a militia. You know, it's like no, you're right. you're going to use that. You're going to go out and kill people for no but, reason. But this is a way a country that's scared to death acts. Right. Well, but I mean, it's the. Yeah. On one hand, people the do whole country, have the though. right to have. I know, but own. it's the ones that are enough to make uh, make everybody else crazy who own those guns, like the nut who did whatever he does. You know, yes, they're not the norm, but they're there. They are there. So, um, uh, yeah, they're not the norm. We're not trying to make, trying to make this the norm. Look who's here, Joan. It's Joan. Nice. Hi, Joan. How are you? Hi, Joan. Nice to be here. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, you can have my seat. I'm going to... Oh, thank you. Yes, I have to ascend and see if I sit Sitting is very bad for you sometimes. You can't sit all the time. No. Yeah. We can have another chair in here, too. Oh, I'm all right. I, I'm all right. I can stand. I'm okay. Right. All right. Just bring her back up. We're ever depressing her. <laughs> you heard me. You think I, I said bring her back up. We're depressing her. <laughs> oh, you're not depressing me. No, her. Oh. You just got here. I can depress you real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of Joan. depressing things out there, nice. that's for sure. Nice piece. Thank you. Very nice piece. Now, jo- Joan raises the energy level immediately with her, with her colorful garb. Oh, thank you. So, I'm not worried. Welcome you're back, like Joan Rivard. Like a rainbow. Like I tell people, I'm dressed in us. We are a rainbow, all of us, trying to save the planet, you know, trying to learn, help everybody be nice and fix everything. (laughs) So we might as well wear rainbows. That's right. Lovely floor. I'll tell you what. I'll put on a little music, and then we'll we'll adjust and see what's what what we're we're going to take this next. Change the vibe. Why? Sometimes this CD is working. Sometimes it isn't. Any John Trudell? I'm still waiting for my Dylan. Calm down. I want this. Calm down. 
on the world in a galactic love laughter and if i were the rains i'd wash away the whole world's pains and bring the gift of cool like ice cream trucks on sunny days and if i were the earth I'd be like mountains bountiful, and if I were the sky so high, I'd be like wind invincible, and if I could be a seed, I would give birth to redwood trees, and follow the trees, I generate the freshest air to breathe, and what I be is what I be, what I be is what I be. I would stay evergreen and spread my limbs out wide and pull up so close to me. And if I could be the roots, I would dig deep like ancestry. And if I were the fruits, you make the sweetest cherry pie for me. And if I could be the night, my moon replace electric lights and magic music would transmit from outer space on satellites. And if myself could be the ocean, you would feel emotion all the time. And Then everything that everybody said would rhyme in What I be is what I be 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 And on
sidewalk. Stop until we 
we hit those heights. We can't stop because we love this life. We can't stop when the beat just drops. We can't stop when the rebel rock. We can't stop until we hit those heights. We can't stop because we love this life. And we don't stop. Music, music, and even the quiet ones, and I'm 
You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. I'm Global Val, here with our friends. Joan Rivard has joined us to read some of her amazing, vivid uh, picture painting writing. Welcome, Joan. Hello, hello. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Welcome back. And, and I wish Dave was here. He, he's still not with us today, but hopefully soon. Um, and uh, I wrote something about him after meeting his, him. He's such an amazing person. So I'll read that since, in, since he's not here today. Nice. I'm glad. <clears throat> Representation of Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. I thought someone was telling a tall tale or repeating an urban legend. Could it really be true that someone that I knew was the person who'd in- introduced Bob Dylan to pot? I googled Diamond Dave Whitaker, and sure enough, Bob Dylan himself had mentioned him in his own writings about his life. It turns out he'd not only introduced him to pot with history-making effects. When Bob Zimmerman was barely more than a teen, Dave had actually mentored him, given him a copy of Jack Kerouac's On the Road, which greatly influenced his life and led to his friendship with Woody Guthrie. Whatever ways Dylan affected the generations, Diamond Dave had something to do with it. The media articles on Google said that he'd recently been recognized by the San Francisco Board of Supervisors as a true San Francisco treasure, quote. They'd made a proclamation that February 2nd, 2016, be declared Diamond Dave Whitaker Day. They called him a poet and a San Francisco staple. With his student demonstrators, he actually had something to do with saving the Board of Supervisors from being shut down one time. He'd also saved the city college from losing its accreditation under another time. The articles called him Defender of the Poor. He runs the web station Mutiny Radio, where I read my writing on Friday afternoons on the Common Thread Collective. He looks the part of an icon of the 60s, with wire-rimmed glasses and gray curls and beard beneath a favorite red leather hat he always wears. Dressed in a psychedelic vest and tie-dyed shirt, he is nearing 80 and walks with a cane. He is almost always among the hosts of the radio show, interacting with guests and providing humorous and inspiring banter. He looks really cool behind the microphone in the glassed-in room with the red sign that lights up and says, On the Air. He begins, If you don't panic, you can keep it organic. Live to learn, learn to live, it never ends. He's been doing this radio show for decades and was involved with the 60s movement for over half a century. Learning toward the mic, he goes on with great vitality. Take what you need, get what you can, where you can, however you can. In other words, it's about lending a hand, strangers becoming friends, friends becoming family, family becoming community, community on the move. That's our movement, quote, unquote. He introduces the next performer, a goddess-like girl called Winsong, who steps onto the stage to sing and play a beautiful rare instrument called a bazooki. It looks like a lute with flowers carved on the tortoiseshell pickguard. She's wearing a baseball cap over a honey-colored braid going down her, her back and a brightly colored flowered shirt with a large live parrot to match. The parrot, perched on her shoulder, is over two feet long. 
Beak to tail, cobalt blue with bright orange and yellow. Next, a poetess named Julia shares her heart about the state of the world. Taking the mic again, Diamond Dave goes on, sounding like an old-time preacher, kind of singing the words instead of just saying them. Because, hey, we were brought together for a reason, and the reason is this, that we love one another. We were brought together for a reason, and that reason is this, that we heal one another. We were brought together for a reason, and that reason is we complement one another. We are brought together for a reason, and that reason is that we complete one another. Like what? Like yin and yang, left and right, up and down, old and young, man and woman, rock and roll. Unquote. The people in the studio clap and cheer. <laughs> they just did. <laughs> I got to meet with him for coffee on Hate Street at Coffee to the People. Quote. He told me it was a guy named Dumpster who taught the kids how to ride trains. He recounted adventures he'd had with famous bands and some of the giants of the counterculture, including the Grateful Dead. We agreed that the main focus of the conversation should be, where do we go from here? Even while not on the air, he spoke in a kind of rhythm. He said, cast a wide net, find the common thread, let life flourish, don't panic, keep it organic. If you have questions, I have answers. If you have answers, I have questions. That was a cool, thank you for bringing the, the Diamond Dave essence uh, to today's show. I know he really wanted to be here today. And, um, and you, you definitely got a lot of his aphorisms and... and uh, and things that he likes to share. So thanks, thanks we, for... We really need someone to help him, to take him in or to live near him or, you know, to take care of him. And if anyone out there's got a place, an apartment or something, a room where uh, they would allow him to go home, uh, let us know. We would appreciate that. Yes, um, because he is going to get a chance to move home uh, but they have to do some some work on his on his room to make sure that it's cleaned out and ready for him. So that's to hopefully only take a few days. So he really needs a place to go so that he can get released from the hospital, and because uh, they don't want to release him on into a situation where he doesn't have a place to live. Um, he will, but the, it's still a few days away, and the poor man's stir crazy. So give Diamond Dave a call if you have an idea, if you have a place, if you have a couch, if you have a room, if you don't live on the third floor, you know, uh, 415-240-0286. That's 415-240-0286. And then uh, I have a poem. I might as well read the one that's right after the entry that I have about Diamond Dave. It's, it's kind of gritty and hairy. Uh, it's not the kind you want to read right before bedtime or on an empty stomach, but uh, good luck with that. It's okay. It's Friday the 13th. We can handle it. Okay. It's called The Vice. It grips the children and the employees and makes them sit in the same place all day. 
Instead of breathing in the sun, sunlight, some are held in cubicles in tomb-like tomb spikes of concrete, unbending like prison walls. Others are forced to sweat in the day's heat with tedious toil until their backs are bent and hands deformed. Gathering straw at night and making bricks by day, the human race in slavery trudges through heaven's streets. With tightening grasp, the arms of the machine constrict our lives and choke our souls. So many must get up at dawn and not return till after dark. The time clock knows no mercy, the drug test, workplace surveillance. Those who rip babies from mother's arms and lock men in cages for tiny acts are the ones making the laws structuring our lives. While God alone may tell us whom to date and when to hug and whether we are criminals or innocents, computers with machine precision search for ways to limit risk with tight control of every aspect of our lives. First, we are told that we can lose our home if someone trips over their own feet in our yard. Then it's agreed somewhere that we will lose our cars unless we pay the insurers a thousand bucks. Every small business is cut from the game with high insurance costs and law demands, and even rescuers cannot take risks, quote unquote, to save the people's lives. Insurance lobbyists class us as criminals each time they can because they pay for accidents, not crimes. The bereaved parents of a drowned child are held responsible, quote unquote, passed on to prison builders for potential gain. Our hopes and dreams are the greatest risk to thugs controlling us for fiscal gain. Even in the vice, the flame of hope and truth burns brightest yet as peace flags wave. Will the faceless beast be thrown off course if without suspicion one grandfather holds a child? Could it happen if we don't go to work or school on a spring day, or if we greet our neighbor without fear? Justice thrown in the street is in the vice, and Christ in us can't dance in its immobile frame. The human spirit, set at last to fly on wings of truth, must keep nose to grindstone at meaningless tasks. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope you kept your lunch. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it, it actually reminds me, of, I have a little poem that I wrote. Um, I was downtown and I was looking up at the Transamerica building, the big pyramid building. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is part of the poem because I ended up extending it later. But this is what I've got here with me. Sometimes it all seems like a pyramid scheme. Working your way into the ground floor and maybe staying there forever. Yet up at the tippy top, it looks like they're getting ready to topple. Making a precarious point on the nature of achievement and the deceit of power. Everybody's counting breaths and holding on to the hours. So let's make a connection. We are all part of one. And the strength of the foundation is what makes it all possible, operational. So represent your percent of participation. Credit is due. Mm. That's really good. <laughs> Well, I'm really happy you're here with us today, Joan. Um, we have a few more minutes if you had a couple other things you wanted. Okay, there was one thing that struck me while I was surfing the net all day instead of writing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad. I know how um, you feel. 
Yes, uh, they were saying that, uh, this is a little unrelated, but very related to the poem I read. Uh, they were saying that Donald Trump was welcomed like a rock star at the Christian convention, that they treated him with, you know, great, I don't know, reverence or something. And, um, you know, it, it strikes me, I, again, I, I feel I would like to make the point that the, the religion that these good people believe in is based on a lie. Uh, they are believing that Jesus said things that the Bible clearly says was, was written by Paul the Apostle or someone else. And that's a fact. And, um, you know, those were, this is where all these mean-spirited uh, beliefs and, and dogmas come from, these immovable, uh, uh, horrible pronouncements about prophecies and everything. And, and um, I, I feel personally that from making my studies that the, the liberals, the hippies, the people that these religion people disdain, those are the ones that get it as far as what Jesus was actually teaching. Uh, but they don't rec realize that he didn't teach he was God. He did not, never taught that everybody's a sinner or that you're born in sin. He never mentioned Adam and Eve. I hate to sound like a broken record. I'll probably say this every time because none of what I'm saying makes sense unless you know that, that you know, he didn't teach slaves obey your masters. He didn't teach your bodies horrible. He didn't teach that women should obey their husbands. And I guess that's about it. He didn't teach idolaters should uh, be killed. Idolaters are worthy of death. So these are the teachings that are at the heart of the Republican agendas winning over and over with these religious people who vote to save the unborn. This is, this, these are the scriptures that they believe in. And, and a lot of them, probably most of them, don't realize that you know, the doctrines they're enforcing in our laws were not taught by Jesus. They were taught by someone else. And, and a lot of those doctrines are the exact opposite of what Jesus taught. They're, they're mean, they're hard, they're judgmental. It, they, they pass people against each other and they make people hate what you would call God. And it's not because they don't like it. It's because, you know, they, sh they can't stand that stuff. They can't stand the injustice. They can't stand you know, the, the police state we're falling into going down this path, we have to turn around. We really have to turn around. And, and the thing that might actually help us is the most surprising thing of all. You know, the things that Jesus actually it says that he actually said, uh, we don't have any trouble with. So um, I'll just say that again. And I had to, after seeing that headline that you know, the Christians are not ashamed of the way this president is going to hurt all those immigrants and, and destroy, you know, what little progress has been made in, in saving the planet and, and, and stopping war and stopping the weapons. There's something evil about this, you know. I'm not saying he is, but in this agenda, it's not Christian. It's not Christian. They can save the unborn all they want, but everything else that's happening is an abomination. It's, it's sinful and it's horrible and it's disgusting and it's perverted. So um, have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs>
tell him, Joan. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've had to uh, be careful about the same things I say in polite company. That's okay. <laughs> we're fine. We're, we're here. And I don't at mean the free to offend anyone. Radio. I really don't. I know. I think these people are going to be interested that you know their scriptures. The their preachers are telling them Paul said thing Jesus that the Bible says something, and they don't tell them whether it was Paul, Jesus, John, Peter, Jude. Some other person, but you're saying that it was Paul that had this this uh, this harsh doctrine that kind of came out of not out of the teachings of Jesus, but out of uh, some other camp of of, uh, of messaging. Absolutely, it was in a different location, hundreds of miles away. Uh, Paul's religion grew up in Syria. A lot of it was based on old ancient uh, Greek beliefs about ancient gods and a Christ-like figure uh, who did a lot of the same things that they're saying Jesus did. Uh, but I, I made the study of studying exactly what it says he said only by itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not hard to do that uh, because it turns out that those sayings came from an entire different do- uh, document. And you can really tell they're really different. The red letters in the four Gospels, with the exception of what they make him say after he dies, um, that, that's a problem in, in Mark. But uh, the rest of it, it's just gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's what everybody says anyway. It's, it's what mothers teach their children if they want them to share their toys. You know, it's, it's what planets need when they're destroying themselves with war and, and commerce and, and, and everything they're doing here. You know, a, a negative view of man, a negative view of our future. That's what's in that book, the Bible. And, and Jesus was not the one who taught that the whole Bible is perfect. That was Paul, again, Paul and other people. You know, Jesus said, go in your closet if you want to talk to God. He knows what you need before you ask. And, and you know, as far as calling God he, you know, for me it's he, she, it, or whatever. <laughs> because, you know, I don't want to have to be politically correct every time I bring it up is all I'm saying. I don't think we should have to do that. You know, when I say mankind, I'm including all the women. They, why should they be excluded? Um, but we have great things at our fingertips that uh, uh, might make a difference if we can come forward as, you know, a holy people who think they're actually holy. They're not just a bunch of jerks hiding in the corner that are liberals that are weird. There's something wrong with them. You know, these are the people trying to save the planet. These are the people trying to stop war. You know, these are the people that when you talk to them. They almost always are talking about brotherly love, peace, understanding. You know, these are the traits that are going to turn this monster around. We can't use anything less powerful than that. You know, violence isn't going to work. What we've got in our hearts is what can work. And, and we can hook it to what Jesus said. We can hook it to his wagon. We really can. Because he did, he, when he says hell, it's the trash dump outside of Jerusalem. Uh, you know, the predictions about the end of the world are mostly in the book of Revelation, where it's a man's dream that are in red letters, and they should never be in red letters. And, and that's where they get a lot of this stuff about, you know, he's going to come back in a vestment dipped in blood, and he's going to slaughter every, a lot of people, and there'll be blood as high as a horse's bridle for 200 miles. That's what's in the book of Revelation. And it says right there, you know, I was in a trance, and I saw this. Well... You know, if I've been in a trance and told me to tell people they're no good and everything's going to blow up, I would, um, 
you know, I would reconsider what I what I learned in that trance. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. I appreciate your ration, rational, rational thinking on that one. <laughs> it's true. And like, um, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, pe- the good people and the people coming together. It makes me think of this group of women in Israel and Palestine who have bridged the gap called Women Wage Peace. And um, there's... Uh, a few musicians involved and they wrote this beautiful song called prayer of the mothers, which I'll play here in a second. But this group women wage peace. Um, it started by a group of Israeli women. They branched out and made connections with Palestinian women. And now there's a huge organization of folks, um, mostly women, but also, uh, you know, other folks as well who have joined them and they go and they march and they have peaceful rallies and they go around uh, to, to uh, different you know, municipalities, Israel and Palestine, and and because they're pushing for uh, a political, you know, uh, act to to redirect the way that um, you know that the interaction between Israel and Palestine and Gaza they started after the Gaza War in 2014 um, because they're trying to shift the paradigm to say that war has never brought peace <laughs> per se you know peace brings peace let's let's work on new policies and new ways to do it so um, thank you for all those good messages and uh, I'm going to play their song um, I think it was written by Yale Deckelbaum uh, Prayer of the Mothers from Women Wage Peace and then we're going to talk with E.K. Keith. Looks like. Yeah. Thanks, Joan Rivard.
possible only when women, women of integrity and faith, stand up for the future of their children. Congratulations. It is my hope that you will continue to battle for peace in a constructive way. And I look forward to the day that I will come and join you. Thank you for the children of Israel. Thank you for the children of Palestine. Thank you. Shalom. the mothers you can definitely google that and find their facebook page and uh yeah and the the video is beautiful it's from one of their marches um all the women are wearing white but they're coming from all these different directions and tribes and peoples and places and uh yeah i'm i keep i keep pumping that out there so here we are in the common thread collective we got about 10 15 minutes left before we wrap up today in our October Friday the 13th show um, which doesn't really hold anything superstitious for me personally but uh, it's it's good to be here good to be back we got EK Keith what's up EK hey Val well I forgot it was Friday the 13th so I guess I'm not very superstitious today either it's been a it's been kind of a long Friday I don't like being able to really see the air. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty thick. Yeah. This has been weird. smoky, smoky, smoky all week long here in the city. I've yeah. been wearing my, my uh, tie-dye bandana, you know, walking around downtown <laughs> 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 with my dark sunglasses and my hood on. And I'm like, I'm, I'm wearing a colorful bandana, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You're immune to all ills with that. Well, I'm trying. I'm working on it. 
Well, well welcome. Would you, thanks. Would, would you, you like, like to, to hear a poem? I would, because what I also heard is that uh, you were giving yourself the even month uh, challenge of uh, writing poems. Every month that has exactly 30 days. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah. You're writing a poem a day. Yeah. No, well, this is Inktober, so I'm drawing. I'm making one ugly drawing every day. Nice. What-tober? Ink. Ink Inktober. Oh, Inktober, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it. I didn't know about, about yeah. it. I, fo- I found out yeah. on October 1st, and I was that's like, a, yes. That's a good day to find out about I it. I know, just in time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Not to miss out. Don't get behind. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey, Bloodflower, you wanna you wanna play some mandolin while I read a poem? I never thought you'd have. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> I, it's your I dream have, come true. I know. It's finally. <laughs> I, uh, I have. Hey, you got. He's you been waiting all day like for this. Mine. Yeah. You got your kicks. I got mine. I got something kind of upbeat <laughs> here because I figure with like, you know, the fire and the smoke and the everything 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 that maybe something a little joyful would be like the way to go some relief from the work week it's hard when things beyond your control happen to you but at least today's friday and there's a party tomorrow and you can go enjoy life as it is drink some beers hang out I like a party with friends and family bring some more beer for them stay late chips and salsa it's easy to make friends piano, guitar ukulele mandolin voices there's still plenty of peace love and understanding going around. Nice. I like that. Keeping it upbeat, looking forward. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, absolutely. That was a really sociable poem. <laughs> it was. It was. Very like um, <laughs> sociable, lots of food, lots of drink. Yeah, people and good times. Everything I avoid. I know. I was like, how, <laughs> how did that poem make you I feel, could, Blood Flower? I can still enjoy a poem about it. <laughs> you know? Well, you've invited us over to Adobe Books Here on Sunday, 5 to 7. You know, and I'm, re- I'm really sorry. I forgot to mention your name in the, <laughs> in the lineup. No, I you didn't. You I said didn't. her name and you wrote her name on this one. Oh, shoot. You Look said he kicked you. I'm, yeah, well, all I'm is sorry. Well. I was sorry. I'm not sorry. Well, you're I'm not uh, forgiven? That's fine. <laughs> I can work with that. You're all right. That's okay. I mean, you're forgiven unnecessarily? I don't you know can forgive, how to even You can forget. You could do all them things. That's, you know. Yeah, actually, it's cool, whatever it is. I'm happy to be there. As long as you're not swinging and kicking at me, I'm cool. I'm fine. Oh, no, I don't it's have a good that first kind start. of energy. Yeah, see, that's good. That's, that's why I like you. You're not going to start poking at me for... No. Swinging and yeah. doing all kinds yeah, of Yeah, so we got Cassie Dot from 5 to 7. On Sunday at on Adobe Sunday Books. On Sunday at Adobe Books. And then Very, if, uh, 
if if you really want a double feature of me, um, I am going to be reading at the library at the main. Corvette? Uh, no, it's in the Latino room. That's even better. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good room. Yeah. And I'm going to be reading with Kim Shuck and Tongo Eisen Martin and QR Hand. Oh, wow. I know. I'm pretty excited about that. That's going to be jumping. I know. And then tomorrow, I'm in the Lit Crawl. Yeah, right. you are. Yeah. Yeah. Birds of Paradise? Yeah. Where is that happening? It's going to be at Mission Yoga up in the Bikram Yoga Studio there. Right on. And it's the last leg, so yeah. it's going to be from 8 to 9. And yeah. who else is performing? Saida Hafiz and Holly Hardy. Holly Hardy. And um, nice. Wait, there's more. Um, Natasha. No, so she's you know, in a different one. Maybe. Natasha's in the same leg at a different venue. Okay. It's funny. I think like a lot of a lot of the usual suspects are in that last leg. So. Nice. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Well, I'm. I'll, pr- get, I'll get to see other people in the first two legs. That's nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah, leg crawl's pretty fun. Um, I'm performing with Kim Shuck and Tongo Ice and Martin tomorrow. Oh. But not in San Francisco. We're going to be at the California Jazz Conservatory in Berkeley, and that's from 8 to 9.30. That's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Kim Shuck, Tongo Ice and Martin, um, Genevieve Lim, who's the SF jazz poet laureate of this past year um yours truly here and james ellis who's who's uh, producing the show so it'll be and also um Pete, peter dale scott professor peter dale scott cool. is a rather interesting uh, man of intrigue um and uc professor so uh, yeah tomorrow evening 8 to nine thirty, the california jazz conservatory That's in berkeley part of the crawl? No, no, it's That's not. It's well, they wouldn't put it on the schedule because it's at the same time as Lip Crawl. Uh, yeah, but yeah, apparently, yeah. you know, all these players, all these really great uh, poets, and there's going to be the jazz. It's poet revolutionary jazz poetry. So we're going to have Nova Jazz there with Daniel right. Hefez oh, and Jordi yeah. Vanderbosch yeah. and Caroline uh, on the stand-up bass, and there's going to be a trumpet. It's going to be a really hot jazz band and some really. Um, Really uh, fun, energetic, um, but hard-hitting revolutionary poets. Not the same old bebop. No, (laughs) maybe a little bit of bebop for for one of my absurd pieces. But um, But not the same old. Not the same old bebop. No, and never the same. Never the same thing twice. That sounds cool. Can we plug the map thing again? Yeah, tell them what. Yeah, map in December, right? December 2nd. Labo M. Labo M. 6 to 9 p.m. I'll be there. I'll You're be there. going to be co-curating. Uh, I, I am. I'm going to be co-curating. She's going to get all the cool people. Yeah, I know. Neat. She's so good that way. It's, yeah. um, it's going to be... Uh, I, I talked to David Kubrin about it. He's really like, wow, that's going to be sizzling. He was like, that's going to be really something. So, uh, yeah. Um, Labo M. Nice venue. Yeah. yeah. Coffee and poetry, man, they go together. They totally do. They do, mm-hmm. and I love La Boheme. They have, it's a great little family-run cafe. Right. The food's really good. Yeah, the right. falafel there. The is falafel. Outstanding. I know. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Time for dinner, Val. I know. Ding and ding it's ding. Saturday night in the Mission and Map. It's like that's very. Yeah, map's so cool. Map is so cool. Very exciting. Everyone wants to do map. Everybody loves to do map. 
I told you about when I ne- I kind of knew about it like peripherally, and I was walking home by the library over here on um, Bartlett. I told you about that, right? And there was a dancer, and she was there was a guitar player. It was very symbolic, and she had this big red drum, and then she had this liquid like blood, and she was pouring it into the base of the tree, and she was pouring it different places. Then she like, was taking it out with her fingers, and she came over to me, and she went ding like that. Oh, and it got a, marked. And a year later, I was performing there. Ooh. So it was like, yeah, I got, yeah, I got, got the shows on. Yeah, yeah. And a year <laughs> later, I was like going to meetings and hanging out and like. That's super yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen over the years a lot of really, really cool performance art. Because mm. mm. some stuff like, I don't know, one time I was part of this, like, uh, there were these people collecting stories and audio, and it was this oh, yeah. participatory thing. And there was a guy, though, who, like, in the moment was making this, like, really interesting kind of ambient sound art it was cool sweet yeah Yeah, and then when we were this was a couple months ago too and i had performed in the secret garden and then went over to pathos on harrison and there was this performance piece about water and it was this woman uh, th- there was a man playing music and this woman was like doing this shadow dance and she had mud on her face. It was like, whoa, I've really walked into something here. And at first I was like, what the hell's going on? And then it was totally like en- like entrancing the whole thing. And she, I, I mean, I think she really actually was in a trance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seemed like You were there. Yeah. yeah, I was there. That was wild. And yeah. then she had the big ball at the end. It was yeah. like the earth. And then she just like sat down and like yeah. held it and like cradled it. But the whole shadow dance, the whole, it was. Uh, That's how they got me. If you had gotten closer, she probably would have. <laughs> Rubbed something on Oh, I see. The little... Ah, the mark. The, the mark, mark of the map. The mark of the map. <laughs> well, looking yeah. forward to Look that. Look what it did for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Look, now you're in charge Looking good, stuff. blood flower. Yeah, I'm a curator. Yeah, I Way couldn't even be. spell it three months ago, and now I'm, <laughs> I am one. First you were afflicted, now you're a curator. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Curate yourself. Oh, no. Physician, curate thyself. <laughs> oh, geez. See, Are we ready to go home? This, yeah. this is the first, this is like the first and the, like, for me, the alpha and the omega is my pun engine that, like, is running, right. like, all, all right. times. Like, I am not a morning person, but if I'm talking to you in the morning, there is a, ch- a very good chance that there's going to be some sort of zinger that comes out as a pun That's and I'm not even trying and I wish I could like have that kind of energy to do other things I need to do in the morning but um, yeah I think that's the signal <laughs> I like that you have a pun engine yeah that's great that's like <laughs> I was talking <laughs> it's always <laughs> running it's always running we were talking earlier about how I decided that my memory is female that for some reason my memory has a gender I didn't even know till like a couple of nights ago when I was writing huh. and it kind of came out and I was like I'll bet that's something I bet I don't know anybody that has a gendered memory you know look at me that's cool <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do you know that's okay 
I can I can handle that. That's right, and that's what the Common Thread Collective is all about: is uh, being who you things. are and and uh, ex exploring and experimenting and and figuring stuff out as you go. Oh yeah, yep. right. There you go. Because it certainly doesn't all come at once. Not not in our crowd. No. <laughs> <laughs> Type A's apply elsewhere. Um, <laughs> this is a, a very creative community here. I'm type A negative. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Speaking of Friday the 13th and superstitions, um, like in Korea and in... Um, it's mostly in Korea, but there's other like Asian countries that have the superstition about blood type. And so I was, really? so, yeah. so my, my students are always excited when I tell them that I'm a positive. Yeah. They're like, Oh, that's the best one. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but anyhow, I, I, I don't put anything weight into that. Um, so anyhow, this has been a great common thread collective. I'm glad to be back. We've had a two week break. Diamond Dave's feeling better. Hopefully he'll be back in the studio next week. Um, he did give us a call earlier. If you have a room for Diamond Dave where he can stay for the next few days until his room back home is uh, fit, refit for him and organized for him to move back in, please, please give him a call. 415-240-0286. Trying to get a spot for Dave. He's going stir crazy. Um, but we don't. they don't want to let him um, you know, just walk out into the street. He really needs a safe place to go, um, some place where he doesn't have to climb a bunch of stairs. Uh, again, this situation would be very temporary, just a few days while they get his room set up for him to go back. So uh, give him a call, 415-240-0286. And uh, we'll see you back here, same time, same place next week, mutinyradio.fm. All right, Val, you going to give us a poem? Oh, this is my, yeah, a quick one. Play it on it's just, it's just really a line or two. Why do peace officers train to be like the military? They should be trained in humanity. Yeah. <laughs> I love everybody. We love you on the Common Thread. Come join us. I be in the lives of all who connect, what the heck? I make it so we all got selected. Boys would be dripping, pure hot intellect, and the minds of the masses would all stay erect. And then just for kicks, I mail out some checks. Address to those who sent the use latex, and yes, that's what I would do if I was sex. Someone, do you love someone? Do you love someone? Do you love someone?
Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco
Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. October 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda, headlining... 50 minutes. Opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman, and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10. Friday, October 6th at 8 p.m. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics, and please come support Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday at 8 o'clock. My friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. stand-up comedian do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at mutiny radio in san francisco well now's your opportunity apply now 
for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
Stolen. <laughs> 